to the After the Fact Podcast with your hosts, Luke Matthews. Let's see you get out of here. Christina Peck. Eat your food, don't shoot it. Patrick Manning. Has eaten all the food lately. And Mike DiPatrillo. Friends can join in anytime. Hi. Hi. Welcome to episode... What episode are we in? Are we episode five? Five. Five. Episode five. Welcome to episode five five of the After the Fact (laughs) podcast. Uh, I'm Luke, and I'm here with the usual suspects again. Patrick. Hi. Christina. Hi. Micatron. Yo. This week's podcast is about Gauntlet 2. Yay! Uh, We played the arcade version of Gauntlet 2. I played a little bit of on PS3. Um, Did anybody have any time to play anything else uh, that you weren't playing last week? Um, I mean, I'm uh, picked up a PSP Go and I'm playing Final Fantasy to City on that mm-hmm. uh, casually, and it's uh, eh, it's, <laughs> it's okay. Eh. The universal sound of apathy, meh, meh. Yeah, um, but yeah, I'm still playing Modern Warfare too, trying to get the Prestige class uh, on the PC version, which is arduous, but still fun. You um, have to listen to people though, don't you? No, I can mute them all. Oh, that's good. There's that's a mute all awesome. option right away, which yeah. I love because. Playing an online shooter would be impossible if you couldn't mute people. Yeah. Oh. Anonymity terrible. plus the internet equals... Chuckle fuckery. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Anyway, I'm playing that. I got uh, Gradius Collection on there. So I'm playing through the Gradius. That stuff. one is one that I actually am thinking about buying. It's really um, good. Yeah. Whenever we do Gradius on the show, I might buy it there and use and play through play through it on the PSP. Yeah, they're the original arcade versions, though. That's fine. The, yeah, and which is the superior versions of it. Yeah, I mean, if we do something like that, that's part of what we're going to do eventually, right? Is just talk about like the difference. <laughs> like, if there is a arcade version of Gradius and then the NES version of, Ar- of Gradius and then like an Amiga, if we can play it on an Amiga, you know, being able to compare them is is something that is good for Somehow us. Somehow get an MSX. <laughs> yeah, I'd <laughs> stuff. Yeah, because like we I haven't even seen one of those. Like, I don't even know what it looks like. Yeah, neither but... do I. Like you and I, Pat, were playing um, Last Blade Two on yeah. the Dreamcast yesterday, and it's a pretty good translation. But having having gotten a chance to see the arcade version, it's it's slightly lower res, and it doesn't you know it doesn't move quite as quick. But yeah, um, yeah but it's on the Dreamcast. But it's so. on a Dreamcast exactly. So it was pretty fun though. I liked it. Yeah, I like that game a lot. It's not it's not a balanced fighting game in any no <laughs> in any <laughs> not way, shape, all. or form. But it's a lot of fun to play. It it feel like it felt like if I had actually gotten good at it or spend any time playing it it would turn into paper rock scissors a little bit because it had like that counter button the counter button yeah and then like projectiles and then is it have counter know, pants <laughs> there might be there that, bo- that boss character is just disgusting <laughs> like yeah really good that would be awesome either you guys christina or mike playing anything other than what you were playing last week i'm still playing uh sonic and sega all-stars racing I keep, try- oh, I keep trying to break away from it, but this morning I woke up and I was like, I'm going to just see what's going on. And then I just popped it in the system and bam, two hours, gone. <laughs> yeah. I got God of War 3, uh, which I was not expecting much out of it. Um, and oddly enough, I, I I wasn't looking forward to it, so I went ahead and used a gift card that I had to buy it so that I only paid 20 bucks for it. Um, and then, because I played the demo, they had the E3 demo on the PlayStation Network, and it was... Um, really thoroughly mediocre right it was more the same from one and two so it like the graphics weren't that great the they had um you know as we used to affectionately term them in the in the ps1 days jaggies uh 
it was very it was kind of boring honestly yeah. i played the demo too and um it this is kind of a weird tradition with god of war games with me because uh i was kind of turned off by the original god of war mm-hmm. because of the demo i was mm-hmm. just like oh you know simple puzzles quick time events whoop de doo kind of a sloppy fighting system okay and you know and i did the same thing with three and i kind of had the same opinion it was just like well this is all right um but nothing i'd pay 60 bucks for and then i just watched you play yeah the intro and i was like my god why didn't they show any of this off i know because it's like completely over the top stuff and i i was just like really blown away i yeah kind of forgot the, what the point of it was was it's not necessarily a good action game if you want precision and whatnot but it's more of a just how over the top can we right. go with this well that's the thing it's so. not it's not built for precision right it's yeah. not built to be like you were you were comparing it to ninja gaiden it's yep. not built for the precision of ninja gaiden it's not built to chain a combo through an entire level it's yeah. just it's built more for the storyline and kind of the overtop action and stuff and, and, um, built for and the crushing cinematics. heads and tearing out eyeballs yeah yeah and that's that's that the thing i brutal yeah that's pretty brutal. oh my awesome. god is really awesomely brutal and when i bought it and i started playing it this week i was um, I was impressed by how different from the well I don't know if it was impressed is the right word but I was surprised at how different from the demo it looked um, it's a lot cleaner it runs a lot smoother you know it runs in a full 60 frames a second it's um, some of the shit that they do on screen all at once you know having Kratos riding the Titan Gaia as she climbs the Mount Olympus and you know the Titan Gaia is 500 feet tall and you're actually like she is the level that you are fighting on, you know. And uh, and then there's a point where you're like climbing around inside Gaia, and you're you're at Gaia's heart, and like all this. It's just so spectacular. I, I popped it in on I think it was Wednesday just to mess around with it. And um, same thing that happened to you this morning with with Sega Racing. Like I popped it in to play it for 20 minutes just to see what it was like, and I spent two hours just like oh. My God, this is spectacular! You know, so I'm impressed. I, I'm. It seems like it has the same appeal as like the original Mortal Kombat's had, where it was just like, <laughs> it wasn't so much a really a deep game, but um, it, it's more for the like over the top, like just ridiculous, you know, action scenes and like gory bits. Yeah, you know, I don't know if the gory bits are really that important. Uh, they they've they've cranked them up to eleven in this game, yeah. so it's they're they're more than they they used to be. But um it's the shock value really it's uh the storyline is actually shockingly good in all the games. Uh two was a little shaky. Um it was more they kind of backed off of the storyline and they, they it was more of a how much how much more over top, the top can we make this level than the last one? So you were kinda that's was your progression through the game. But but I'm I'm impressed with God of War three, and I'm I'm itching to play more of it. Even though I haven't completely finished two yet, I'm still wanting to play three now. <laughs> it's funny. So. I actually I thought of just two games that I am playing that are just hilarious, and they're complete polar opposites. I'm playing still Left 4 Dead two, which I've been playing for a while. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get through all of the campaigns on Expert uh, on both Left 4 Dead two and Left 4 Dead one. I'm slowly making it. Um, a lot of work, a lot of time, but I'm doing it. And then the other thing I'm playing is Style Savvy on DS. Oh, God. Why would you do that? I picked it up on a whim, and there's something about it. It's so... I am not a fashion type of person, but it's like a puzzle game. You can think of it like a puzzle game, because they come up to you and they're like, I would like something like this. You look at all the crap you've got, and you're like, oh, well, this kind of fits. And you toss it out there, and there's something about it. I cannot explain it, but I have been playing Style Savvy. It is shameful, but... It's not shameful. 
I've been playing if it's, it. If it's fun, simple. you know, you can't you can't fault a game for being fun. No. It's not in my it's not my style, but like you can't really fault a game if if you pick it up because like people always, especially quote unquote hardcore gamers, always rag on people for long, for liking Pokemon and playing Pokemon. But the Pokemon games are good games, yeah. you know, regardless of what people say. I love playing the Pokemon games; they're fun to play. Right, they're basis. They're a good RPG. Yeah, they're a decent little RPG, and they're just they're just styled well. And and as much as people want to you know rag on the whole gotta catch them all thing that's what drives you to play those games you're like you, you've got the basic rpg framework and then all of a sudden you're like i don't have a mewtwo you know and you gotta go get yeah. it <laughs> so yeah i've been playing hard gold as well so yeah like a little combo of just weirdness like left for dead style savvy pokemon what <laughs> but yeah i mean it's not so much that it's shameful there it's more for me it's like i am just not that type of person so it's just bizarre yeah. for me to be enjoying a fashion type of game <laughs> like that's just strange I really want to get Heart Gold and Heart Silver now, uh, or Soul Silver. Cause... It's got the Poco Walker. Yeah, well, yeah, I was gonna say you're using the Poco Walker. Huh? I have not used the Poco Walker yet, but put it in a paint shaker it's... and level up. <laughs> <laughs> it's really like it's so dumb, but like the little Pokemon follow behind you, and you're like, that's neat, and you're like, what? What is amusing to me? What is going on? I don't know. Like, yeah, it, it was enough to change my wife's opinion <laughs> on how much she wanted the game. She uh she didn't want it before because she already has uh, Diamond and Pearl, and she likes Diamond and Pearl just fine, but she's like, is it just the same thing over again? I'm like, yeah, all Pokemon games are just the same thing. And then she's like, eh, I don't really want it. And then I'm like, well, except for the Pokewalker. And she's like, uh-huh. and I'm like, the Pokewalker. It's, like it's like a Tamagotchi and a, and a pedometer all rolled into one, and you level up your Pokemon while you carry this thing around, and then you can beam them back into your game. And she's like, I want... So. <laughs> it's good it's it's good i mean it, it's kind of a an interesting throwback because you actually know all the characters and you kind of know the games if you played gold and silver but they added a couple of new things in there and it's it's good yeah so i fucking hate pokemon <laughs> i can't stand it uh but what's uh, your favorite pokemon patrick i don't know I like using Party Party Hat Pikachu in Smash Brothers, but that's about it. There you go, Pikachu. See, it's yeah. terrible. He's a Pikachu man. I like Pokemon, but I cannot name a single Pokemon. I have no. Cider. I like, I like um, the idea of Scyther. My favorite Scyther. Scyther because he's got giant blades for arms. He's right. a bug. Oh, I like Chimchar, and I like the, because like he sets fire to everything. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I, I have a short story about Pokemon. Uh, the first time I ever saw Pokemon, I was in like I don't know high school, like sophomore or something like that, and. I was just flipping through channels because I was bored, and there it was, Pokemon. And there was, it, it was an episode where all of the Pokemon in the forest were having a board meeting, and they were talking to each other, and it had subtitles, but they were only saying their names yep. back and forth, <laughs> yeah. and it freaked me out so bad. I was like, "What the fuck is this? <laughs> Are you it's kidding me?" And it was like Pikachu, 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 and he's like discussing like politics and stuff like that. <laughs> and then there's just like you know. Squirtle, Squirtle, Squirtle. He was like, I object to this. Blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, there's like a, Ge- you know, Geodude. He's like, Geodude, Geodude. He's like, it's got to be like this. And I was like, <laughs> this, I, like the, the, the expression of my face is just complete bewilderment. I'm just like, what the fuck? I can't believe anyone would ever watch this. This is probably going to tank. And it's guess like what? like an enema for your brain. I know. <laughs> And so far, it's been a decade-long phenomenon. It's ridiculous. So <laughs> Imagine you know. going through an entire day of only speaking your own name. 
Mike, 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 Mike. Look, 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 look. Mike, 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 Mike. Can you imagine how insane everyone around you would feel that they were going? (laughs) (laughs) Like, originally, they would start thinking that you were crazy, but then if everyone around them was doing it, they were just like, oh, God, the crack (laughs) is gone. And then I saw the the whole Team Rocket thing, and I was like, is this guy gay? Or, anyway, I, I just can't get into Pokemon. It seems like such a neurotic thing to be into. Uh, video games in general are pretty neurotic. I know, and I've other things to spend that time doing, like countering people with pants. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> yeah, you're really or, focused on the counter pants today. I want some counter pants. <laughs> so. That's your list of things for the future. Want counter pants? Mine's like and a hoverboard a from Back to the Future too, yeah, and yours yeah. is counter pants. Counter pants. Someone's like, awesome. Micatron, why aren't you doing your job? Countered. <laughs> <laughs> Put your pants back on. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> Countered. <laughs> oh, but what I wanted to say about Style Savvy, it seems like it has the same appeal as, like, like Nintendo has this weird way of doing games where you're not sure why you like it, but you, you can't help it, you know? It, but, but to like, like, I had the same phenomenon happen when I played Animal Crossing for the first time, mm-hmm. and I was like, you don't really do anything. You just sort of pay off a raccoon and <laughs> talk to people. And Animal do Crossing, but it's like, fun. I don't no, know. It's it not. Is fun. It, there's nothing fun about that game. It's it is so. Fun. It's it's. I do enough cleaning and housework and <laughs> weeding and mowing my lawn in my real life. I don't need to have a cute little avatar running through a virtual world doing the same fucking thing to pay off debt. It's, it's a like, debt simulator. I know. It's, it's that's so not, good. It's yes, I caught another red snapper. It's I like know. people that much closer to getting a bigger house. They're you know, like, look, cook there's and more farm. fruit in my town. And put fruit. another couch in there. Those are the Facebook games like uh, Farmville. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, I gotta harvest my rutabaga. This is way better. What? Know, Animal Crossing's way better. That's one of the reasons I hated Animal Crossing was I had it on the GameCube and it's you know, it's tied to the system clock. And I would I played it and I was like, eh, okay, and then I turned it off and I didn't play it for a month. And I went back to it There's and a like, fucking mole that pops out of the head. It's yeah. like, why'd you power it off, why'd you asshole? Why'd you turn it off? And you're never supposed to stop playing this game. And I go into <laughs> my crazy? house and there's like cobwebs and shit all in my the house. Roaches and I'm like, oh, weeds all over. Fuck it. you. I just wanted to play. Everybody's People pissed that left. you weren't there. Yeah. They're yeah. like, hey, where the hell have you been? I missed you, man. You didn't say anything. Right. Yeah. He shows up at your house. You didn't like, even write me a letter. I'm I wrote you break a letter. Your fucking shins. Guilt trip you into playing the game. Yeah, so I was going to say, it's a debt simulator slash guilt trip. Yesterday, primarily yesterday, uh, we all got together and we played uh, Gauntlet 2 on Christina's arcade machine. Uh, it was it fun. was fun and hectic, <laughs> and uh, then it turned into a chore, and then it became painful. A chore, uh, more like an endurance then, match. Yeah, and then <laughs> um, and then we all just well, maybe not all of us. I gave up. Then it became uh, PvP. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, it did. It uh, did. That game... You know what? I'll go last. Uh, what did you guys think? Because I think you guys enjoyed it a little more than I did, maybe. I like the game. Yeah. I, I, I have some fond memories. I can't tell if it was... I was playing... Because when I was a kid, I don't remember if I played the uh, NES version of Gauntlet 2 or the Tengen one that was unlicensed. Well, Tengen's Gauntlet 1. Okay, so... Yeah, I mean, so, the arcade, it's a little different it's yeah. as well. Uh, and Gauntlet 1 and Gauntlet 2 aren't even hugely different. No, they aren't. At all. It's, it's hard to tell. The sprites are different. But, uh, well, there's a couple of different 
like elements to it. There's like yeah. different power ups, and you can also be any character. Yeah, yeah. the character um, thing. I was gonna say because the, the Gauntlet Arcade Machine, the original Gauntlet Arcade Machine, you were limited to your character based on your, whatever position you stood at. And there wasn't yeah. really any so. difference between the characters, I don't think, in the original Gauntlet. No, there wasn't much difference no. in Gauntlet Two either. Well, I mean, you you'd either have more power, or you would, or you were faster. Oh, from the start, true. or you could shoot then, between. You could shoot the the, the quote houses between the ro- the the yeah. blocks if you were the elf. Yeah, yeah. That was you couldn't do that. Were. You couldn't do that with a and warrior. Making really obnoxiously high pitched. Yellow, yellow, ow, ow, Yeah, I played the yellow elf. Uh, yeah. My score was terrible. I don't understand why my score was so bad. Maybe it's because right. I was just sitting back and shooting the food and shooting everybody else and uh, being not helpful. <laughs> being not helpful well, and helpful teleporting you... in the wrong direction. You always had all the keys too. <laughs> and I you had all the keys. Like... We were like, "Oh, we can't open this door. No one's got a key. I've got them. Oh, I've wait, got them in the back. Hold on. So have to... I have to figure out these teleporters. <laughs> yeah, they're completely random. It was. Fun. I'll figure them out. It was fun because we're so more and more you see games that don't even have split screen anymore mm. you don't even get to play in the same room as your friends they're taking lan elements out of a lot of game a lot of pc games uh, so you know you're you're either Which sucks like i want uh, yeah. i want that social interaction right that's why i love mario kart i love mm-hmm. Sitting around, I, we used to do the you know the Halo land parties. Get sit, four Xboxes, all four player split screen land together with Cat Five cable, just ransack a and house, just, and yeah. just run cable, all run the way cable it. all the way through the house and play on four different TVs. Yeah. Four player split. That was spectacular. It was always so much fun. Yeah, yeah. I've and, been sad about the death of split screen for a while because again, I'd rather play with people I actually know. Like I hate the internet. I don't like them. They're mean. And they're jerks. <laughs> they're not mean. They just get the ability to do it with no repercussions. Yeah, which yeah. makes them jerks. Yeah, I'm a jerk online because I can be. Well, I'm not in. I, I'm. It, it. It just comes off that way a lot of times. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. That's okay. Said, you come across, you know, as a, across as a jerk anyway. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I mean, it's just much more fun to be in the same room. Plus, when you completely yeah. smoke somebody, you can turn right right next to you and be like, "Ha ha!" And then you know, <laughs> yeah, it's all it's all good because you're all friends. But. Yeah. Until someone, gets pun- <laughs> yeah. Until someone gets punched <laughs> to the face. But And that's what that's what was enjoyable about she this particular game. You could be a jerk in person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what was enjoyable about uh, Yeah. That was what was enjoyable about this for me. Like the game itself actually took a back seat to just standing around the arcade box and like screaming about shit Imagine and yelling at each other and be like <laughs> two people trying to go through this the single person gap and going bonk 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 bonk. It's you know? basically a co-op maze. Yeah, and, you're, and everybody has a, sort of a similar idea elements. of how you're supposed to go through it. But then, like when two people had two separate ideas, we're like, we're going this way, and then the screen would just stop. You're like, okay, we all going left, <laughs> we all going right, we all going down. So you all have to go in the same direction. And it doesn't zoom out. We were out terrible. We oh, we had no. no cooperation whatsoever. No, we didn't, which was way fun. Yeah, yeah. It was. some guy would always get left behind, like sp- four spirals back. So we'd have to all go back because yeah, they were out guy. like raiding treasure, and we're all just sort of like whatever. It's just points. Let's just keep going. <laughs> I decided to be the stun asshole. The levels like your shots now stun other players, and I'm like, ha ha, stun That's you. That's why I was <laughs> stun in the you. back. <laughs> stun I was you. in the back so I could just shoot everybody in the ass. <laughs> I felt I felt like it was sort of the responsibility of the warrior to actually tank because that was. That was basically the, you know, the first time you actually had classes like that in an ar- like a an arcade machine. So, like you always have the biggest guy in front, and so I was always up front, which is a terrible mistake. Yeah, because you <laughs> yeah. always just get eaten by everything else. 
This yeah. game was just designed to suck money. It yeah, was. Like, yeah. You probably just, put like two, three hundred dollars in it. Yeah, just... it was because you get like seven hundred health per quarter, and that's not nearly enough. That's not even close to that. Gets you through one room. That's maybe. like two minutes. Yeah, I was yeah. opening you guys' health constantly. All yeah, yeah. of us actually. I was, you know. Yeah, reaching into the arcade box. Like, luckily, the unlimited quarter thing is awesome. Like, I don't know how I played this game when I was a kid because I played it a lot when I was a kid. I remember Gauntlet, not Gauntlet 2 so much as Gauntlet 1, but I played a lot of Gauntlet when I was a little kid. And now I wonder if that's why my parents were bankrupt. You know, (laughs) I just like, how did they provide me with quarters for this game? Yeah, you know how you play it now? You keep the coin mech doors open. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, we each put 20 bucks in there, I think. About that, the way, yeah. where, where he yeah, goes. You're up, up there by like, because we, we all started with like 10,000. 10, 10, 10, yeah, something yeah. like that. And I kept adding it constantly. So. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I thought this was actually really fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. I mean, it was really hectic. Like, it was crazy. We're just screaming at each other the whole time. Like, people are going off and getting themselves lost. Megatron couldn't make it through warp tunnels, like, at the all. The teleporters are <laughs> Go down. Boring. <laughs> Eventually. Go the boring. other down. Which other down? There's only one down. <laughs> Press down when you're going through it. That doesn't do anything. It's random. Boring. Yeah. yeah. Eventually, everybody starts hating that noise. <laughs> you're just like, oh, no, teleporters. I hate this. The wizards. Oh, wizards so the invisible wizards. Those fucking oh. wizards. Oh. Oh, they just followed God. you and would show up just to be like, haha, dead. I'm just going to shoot you in the back a couple times, and then hopefully do, do, you're do, do. aiming the right way and actually randomly pushing a button so you could actually kill the invisible wizards. Yeah. Well, that was kind of the thing, right? Like, most of it, we were just slamming on the uh, the attack button all the time. If you could have heard us, it was just like, bow, 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 bow. like Oh, they will hear us. That, yeah. we've, we've got audio that's going to, and we've got the video that will yeah. eventually go up on the website. But It should be there by the end of the week. Yeah, sometimes shortly after this podcast will air. So yeah, I uh, one of my favorite elements was actually the, the St- Stephen Hawking voice. <laughs> that was a valiant, or I've not seen such valor. Yeah, <laughs> I have not seen such bravery. Yes. Like that. Thank you, Stephen. Yeah. Uh, who is a space warrior? Try and find the way out. <laughs> You oh, is lose. that what I'm doing? I thought I was just sitting here throwing my money away. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Atari had some interesting concepts in regards to how long people would play a game. Yeah, that yeah. was freaking long. We were playing yeah. it for over an hour, and we got to level 50. Yeah, I bailed at about level 41, mm-hmm. and you guys got over level 50. And uh, then there, the the dragons. And the, the dragons. Oh, hard as you hell. You hit the dragons, and your life just starts draining. And you might as well they, just They cost be, a dollar. You might as well just <laughs> be standing <laughs> over a sewer <laughs> yeah. grate, dumping quarters into the sewer. Dink, dink, and dink, death, dink. man. Dink. Death like, when you have no potions. Oh. oh. You like yeah. go into a room, and there's like a wall full of death like behind a door. And you're like, don't touch that door. And Inevitably, someone walks up with a key who's like, do, 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 door. Yeah, I watched and a dragon steal a dollar from Luke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was, uh, um, we, I played this game some single player, which don't ever do that. Don't ever do that. Yeah. Like, you can own it on whatever console or however you want to own it. Don't ever play it single player. It's terrible single player. I, and I remember when I first, like, it was shortly after the uh, Link to the Past podcast, I think it was. Um, I bought it on PSN, and Micatron and I sat here and played it for about five minutes on single player, or uh, two player. Two player, yeah. And we got into a room that had two keys, and it had this, in the lower left-hand corner, there was an exit that was that was blocked by 
walls, right? They, they were just corner walls. So there was te- technically there's four walls. There's two up facing walls and two horizontal walls that were blocking off this exit. Well, my Kitron runs over there and hits one of the walls and it makes one of the four walls vanish. And then I run over and I accidentally run into one of the outside walls. The fucking exit still blocked. Nobody has any keys and we're soft locked. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh. like we played the game for five minutes and managed to soft lock ourselves in it. it and was, there was no other keys in the map? There were no, no other, other keys, keys in the map. Oh, we so were you just drain your quarters and you're done. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Just Not thank you for bad. stealing money from us. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. We ended up skipping right over that when we played it on the arcade because we went... Um, we didn't do the normal exit on level one. We went the exit to level six and skipped yeah. uh, a bunch of stuff. Um, but yeah, this game is a terrible single player game. It is. It's impossible. I, I uh, actually originally played Gauntlet two a bunch on uh, the NES mm-hmm. originally, and I remember getting to like level. Oh God, I can't remember. It was like level thirty something or other by myself. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, I played this a lot. And how many years of allowance did it take for you to get that? Oh, it's on an NES. NES That's why. But <laughs> sh- yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, but eventually, on, on the NES version, I, I seem to remember that the levels started to randomize. So that's kind of why I played it so often. It's because about at like level mm, ten or eleven or so, you just get random levels, and I just never knew what I was actually going to get. But all of it just seemed to piss me off because it was so fucking hard. They pseudo randomize in the arcade version and the in the PSN version where mm-hmm. like if you if you play through it once and then you die and then you start over and you play level one again, it will be it will have all the same elements that the first time you played had, but they'll be like rearranged a little okay. bit. And so it, it will somewhat randomize, but not you know, it's not like a completely random dungeons. Yeah, so. I think this game was really, really fun. But again, I don't think you should really play it alone because no. that's not really what this game is about. The game isn't uh, so much about just going through and just destroying everything. Mm-hmm. It's about having friends with you or random strangers, as it was in the arcade, who are all just there because it really needs teamwork. Like yeah. you have to be able to just kind of yell at each other throughout the entire game to get get through it. And so. I can understand how somebody could get to to level 100 in an arcade because, you know, if there's a line of 20 people wanting to play and people are cycling in and out, yeah. then it's not so much of an endurance run. Like playing it yesterday, man, I got to level 41 and I, my back hurt and my fucking <laughs> feet hurt. Man. I'm an old man. But and 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 then it was it was just it was getting repetitive and frustrating for me at that point where I was just like I we had stopped yelling at each other at that point cuz we were all a little tired, and we were just kind of like, oh, God. Oh, oh God. It's another level. It's another level. Oh, Jesus. Oh, it's another bonus it. stage. We're never going to make it. Yeah, yeah you the never make it through The bonus stages. No, yeah, I think we know. made it through, like, maybe well, two or three. One, yeah. two. And yeah. then after that. And like, then Stephen Hawking taunted. There was the one end. where we got to the end. Everybody exited, and it was, he was counting down. It was like zero, you know, and then... Since we had all exited, but it counts the time when you're actually spiraling down the exit, so yeah. we didn't get the fucking bonus. We got we entered Nobody the exit it. and it said uh, time remaining one, and we still got no bonus. I know. Yeah, like, that was awesome. That was just it's like fuck you, game. Um, <sighs> I think the funniest part about this is we mentioned how much it costs to actually play it. Is that this is one of the few games that actually has a direct impact of someone next to you being a douchebag mm-hmm. <laughs> stealing money from you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because if they block you into a room with death and like, I have a potion, but I'm not going to save you. Yeah. Like they're taking your money and just laughing the entire way. Like this is a game for just griefers. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. In person. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Nonetheless, it's, it's especially if you've got the, if you're on one of the levels where it's 
you know, the, the levels where it's straight up PvP and you can shoot each other and kill each other is one thing, but the levels where your shots stun each other are even worse. Yeah. Because you're just like, you know, somebody's got death on them and you just walk up and you're like, ha ha, you're stunned. Ha ha, you're stunned. Ha ha, you're stunned. And death is just sitting there sucking their life force yeah. away. <laughs> I can't imagine how it's like many. mugging someone. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine how many fights actually happened in arcades because of this game? I I believe there have to have been. Yeah, there had to be somewhat uh, some sort of violent act yeah. from this. But I, I was also, you know, it's funny is we got to like level forty eight or so, yeah. and then it was like shots kill other players, and I was pretty much done with it. He was at forty health, and of course, and then me and Mike were trying to kind of like look at each other. We're like. Okay, and we immediately, like, as soon as the level started, we'd, like, turn to each other and started, like, I'm like, it's on. <laughs> I'm, like, the shit out of each other. time. And he killed me, and I was like, all right, finally, I'm done. And then I turned, of course, t- turned to Christina, who has Way considerably more health, than, more health than me, since I just weathered a battle, and she kills me <laughs> with, like, 50 health left. Yep. I couldn't let you just beat us all. That would just be dumb. Yeah. <laughs> so, Yellow mean, elf wins. If you guys were going to be like that, then, you know, I'll join in. But I would have kept going. Lies. I don't know. I, I think. I don't. I don't know if I like this game anymore. I love like, it. I. Ah, I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed the experience for the first twenty <coughs> levels or so. Um, but it really did start to become a chore when you're trudging through. Like, you know, you get to level twenty, and then you're just kind of like, oh, okay, maybe, we, maybe, maybe I can make it to level thirty, and then what feels like an hour and a half later you're at level 25 and you're like oh dear god well i think that's the thing about this game is that it really um the fact that it takes your money so fast is actually a good thing for it because you get it in small doses which means yeah, that, that might be it y- you know you play it for a while and it doesn't get old because by the time that it starts to get old you're out of money anyway so yeah. you're moving on well and like i said if you're in an arcade too you're playing it one quarter at a time and people are cycling in and out right so you know, everybody's got their line of quarters on the machine. It's the fact that the game makes you broke a good thing. I'm, I'm just saying, like, that, that keeps it fresh. Gaming makes it, us all keeps broke. It fresh. It, it keeps yeah. it to where you don't have enough time. But whereas with me, like, I In was In the way just... that getting mugged on the street is fresh because it doesn't happen very often. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's, that's a good way to put it. That's what the machine is doing, you know. I mean, I was, I was doing the equivalent of just plunking quarters in all of the time. Uh, that's it, how it works. As a kid, when I, you know, I was playing this in the arcade, I would have... Uh, Tossed in a bunch of quarters, been like, all right, well, I'm either broke or dangerously close to being broke, so I'm going to move to a different arcade machine. So by that logic, then, um, when your job starts to get boring because that's <coughs> the way you earn money, you need somebody to uh, steal your identity and drain one of your bank accounts to make your job fresh again. I like, despise that your that analogies. Works? You, guys have <laughs> <laughs> you guys have terrible, terrible okay. analogies. Gaming logic applied to real world situations. <laughs> not so not, much. Doesn't really work. <laughs> yeah, yeah violence does not solve everything. No, not really. Uh, I think the best iteration of Gauntlet, though, even after playing this, was the uh, Gauntlet Dark Legacy. Yes. Did you ever play? Did anybody... I played Dark Legacy. It I, was really good. I liked Legends better than Dark Legacy, though. Really? They're almost know. the same. They're almost the same. But for I just enjoy, I had more enjoyment out of Legends than Dark yeah. Legacy. And I really wish they. Could, I mean, they could make. Uh, that same gauntlet feel again, like in that same mm-hmm. 3D style as like Dark Legacy and Legends and stuff. They just haven't. You yeah. Know? And I could see where they, they drew from that from Gauntlet 2 um, and just sort of fleshed it out into a more, uh, 
realistically called, completable game. It's called Diablo, sir. That's like, true. When you're, playing, mu- when you're that. playing it multiplayer, Diablo is like the modern gauntlet. You just it is true. Multiple, yeah. multiple players in random dungeons running around killing everything that comes at you. Yeah. I think but that's why we like it so much, though. It's yeah. possible, yeah. I it's just like an ancient Diablo, really, yeah. is what it is. I think so. pretty much everybody here is a huge Diablo fan, yeah. so yeah. it makes Absolutely. total sense. Uh, um, but something that Diablo doesn't have, though, is that sort of arcade feel. That, yeah. that Gauntlet has, where it's just sort of like you drop in, now you're questing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's well, really it's... straightforward and everything like that. Where, whereas Diablo, it's more of a traditional RPG where you have to, you know, deal with gear and leveling and, you know, grabbing quests and completing objectives instead of... But I feel like if they made a Diablo of... arcade machine, That's what I was about to say. Maybe, like maybe if they made... Maybe we should <laughs> you know, talk to Blizzard about making Diablo arcade and have it just be dungeon crawling. And it would take 17 years to complete. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, but... but... What system would that be for? Would they actually be doing it for arcades? Arcade. It would be. By, that, yeah. by the time they did it, arcades would be way, way dead and buried. Yeah, wow. Well, well, I... Like I said yesterday, um, I had fun with the little bits, but talk about shattering my nostalgia for a game like i i did not like by the time i was done and walking away from this game i was frustrated and i was like looking at this wondering how the fuck did i ever enjoy this why would i have ever had fun with this fucking game and so i just you know it's one of those things where like I've had my I've had my nostalgia shaken a little bit for a couple of things like Link to the Past like you said right you know it's like you remember it as the walk through the park hey this was fun and then you get into it and it's frustrating as hell this one pretty much cranked that out of the park it was just like oh I was so just angry at this game by the time I was done with it so I'm pretty sure I'm going to alternate every week of I loved it I hated it I loved it I hated it because I loved Gauntlet 2 and my nostalgia for it, absolutely fine. 100% okay. Really? Yep, really enjoy it. Well, that's good since you own the arcade box. I so. hadn't actually spent as much time with the machine um, before. Because you can't now. do it single player. It's really not. Even two players rough, you know? But it's great for, like, having yesterday. Like, yeah, everybody yesterday. Over. It's, it's, that's the why, you know, I have stuff like that. It's great for groups. And see, that's the thing. It's like, if I could, if I could step back into it at your place at level 50... And continue the game that we started, I would be all over it. But the concept of going back to it now and starting back at level one, I'm not going to bother. Mm-hmm. I will not do it. You know, if I can do a quick save on the PS3, maybe uh, you know something. I don't know, but I just no, nope, I'm done. I've yeah. I've had my gauntlet fix, and I think I'm going to leave that one. You know, I'll keep the good memories of yesterday, and then keep all my nostalgia from my from my childhood, and then never play it again. How about you, Mike John? I like it. It's silly enough for me. I really like the robotic voice going on. Sure. I, I, I think the important part is that it's multiplayer. Uh, it's it's really important that it's multiplayer. Uh, because otherwise, I think the game fails with, without the multiplayer part. It's You just need to bump shoulders with someone and yell at them and you know, point at the screen mm-hmm. and say you're doing it wrong. And, you know, screw your friends over. <laughs> and you know it's fun that there's the you know you might think oh stunning someone else is is not fun it's fun it's fun yeah. it's fun it's hilarious it's fun to kill fun. your friends well to me it's fun when you're not dealing with real money if you had done that to me and i was actually paying real money so give me my five dollars back yeah i would have been <laughs> like pissed. take it back yeah, that's fair gonna have to get it back from the machine steven's got it <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, I probably won't play it again anytime soon, but I would probably give it another shot. Um, I definitely still like it. I like the idea of it. I wish they would make another one. Um, uh, like Dark Legacy style? Yeah. Um, oh, please. Please. Yeah. Yeah. Um, make it on consoles. You know, with the internet, you could probably have like up to 16 people I all think playing the, it. I think have like four people on the same screen. Yeah, yeah, as long as they did local multiplayer and oh, something yeah. like that, that would be fine. Be no, no internet only, please. Yeah, so you can get for you know if people still want to play Gauntlet Two after our discussion of it, uh, you can't really get it. Um, the only new place you can get it is PlayStation Network. That's really the only way you can get the you know you can try and find an arcade box. Uh, it was available at various points in time on different systems. It was available on the NES, Commodore 64, Amiga, Atari ST, yeah, yeah. an old <laughs> an old MS-DOS version, and it was there was a version of it for the Game Boy, um, for the original Game Boy. Um, it was on Xbox Live. That was the original Gauntlet. No, no, no. They, I looked it up. There was a Gauntlet 2. Oh, really? Yeah. It was the same time it went up for PlayStation Network. It was oh. up because Joust and Gauntlet 2 and... Uh, um, another game that were all midway games oh uh mortal kombat 2 all went up at the same time on both networks um so um but apparently uh, after midway fell apart and wb took them over the as i when i looked it up online they they so they took down all the midway games from xbox live arcade and described it as they had to remove them for quote unquote evolving rights is what evolving rights meaning basically that for some reason the contract that sony signed was different and they're able to keep their stuff up because did sony act as a publisher is that what happened i don't know i think that's the saddest thing about all these major companies from the past going down like when a claim died uh, it's just all their stuff is just either tossed around or no one quite knows who has it yeah well at least uh ea has nba jam which they (laughs) i can't wait for that it's gonna be so good. Well, and you know, um, the the worst part of that was like you look at the games, the list of games that they pulled from Xbox Live Arcade, where uh, Gauntlet, Smash TV, which is spectacular, Joust, which is one of my favorite arcade games of all time. Like mm-hmm. I was one of my, I love that game. Uh, Cyberball twenty seventy two, Robotron twenty eighty four, Defender, <laughs> Paperboy, Root Beer Tapper, and this one's the one that bothers me is Ultimate MK three. Um, like you can't get. I wanted Ultimate MK3 on the uh, on PSN, but it didn't come out before Midway died, so it's probably not going to come out now, especially now that they pulled it off of, off of Xbox Live. So um, I don't know. It's it's kind of sad that all those games got yanked. Uh, hopefully, we'll see them back, but unfortunately, it took Gauntlet Two with it, Gauntlet and Gauntlet Two with it. Um, so really, your only place to get this one new is uh, is PlayStation Store. So. Multiplayer hack and slash has been relegated to some sort of weird hell where th- people think that it's not worthwhile. Like it's a, there's a lot of stuff like that where it's so enjoyable to just trug- trudge through a dungeon and hack shit apart and and you know doing it with your friends. Like mm-hmm. it's I don't understand why people don't seem to understand the the benefit of local multiplayer and stuff. You know, it's like you as a group, you're like we are a badass. Like, together. We're just amazing. We just destroyed everything. You know what? Go back to hell. You know? Yeah. We're going to kill you. 
because that's like I, I've got um, Calling All Cars on the on the PSN. That is an amazing local multiplayer game. Um, it ha- it used to have online support, but they axed it recently because nobody was playing it online. Um, but everybody was all up in arms because they decided to take down the the multiplayer servers and. I, and when I played that online, it was it wasn't fun online. It was it's hilariously fun multiplayer local local multiplayer, but it's just not fun online. Which I think that's the danger of it, though, is that everyone is starting to move to doing only online, and I mean, eventually they're going to take down the servers, and then every bit of multiplayer for this game is gone. Mm-hmm. Whereas we could go back and play some of the old games, you know, on mm-hmm. the classic consoles, and we could do it multiplayer together, and it's still fun. Yeah, I can't wait till they take down. Uh... Warhawk, uh, because that's the whole point of that game. Yeah, there's it's, nothing else. You yeah. can't play Warhawk without. So if I own it and they decided to take the servers down, they basically took my game away from me. Yep. So, which just kind of sucks. But well, admittedly, at least with that game, you kind of knew what you were getting into when you bought it. You know, oh yeah, it wasn't yeah. a situation where you bought it for a single player and then you transitioned into the online multiplayer. Yeah. Or hell, like Mag, Mag. Yeah. Once, once the group that's playing it moves on, like even if there's still a couple people left, it's just it's so much focused on the online modern yeah. warfare is the same way right modern warfare you're gonna end up they, they if they take the servers down for that you've got a five-hour game or a three-hour game uh, at least you're still left with something yeah yeah and the thing the thing about those is like i know for tribes they took down tribes and then the community immediately picked it back up the problem with that is you can't do that on console yeah. games without doing some serious hacking yeah, you know, if they so. allowed, oh, if there were a way to spawn like peer-to-peer games uh, with some of these console games after they take down the servers, like calling all cars, then that would be that would be worthwhile and that would be awesome. But without being able to do that, you're just you know it's gone. Yeah. yeah. So. Sad day. Um, there has been one virtual console release since last time we spoke, and that is Castlevania Rondo of Blood. Patrick, go. Ah, yes. Rondo of Blood, the sequel to, uh, or no, the prequel to the, my favorite game of all time. Um, it stars Richter Belmont, and it was released on the uh, Turbo Duo in Japan. Yeah, um, the PC Engine. On the, yeah, on the PC Engine. It was, um, yeah, it had uh, uh, really, really good music with nice pixelated uh, 16-bit CD-enhanced graphics. Um they're, uh, I don't know, It's it had uh, branching paths, kind of like uh, Castlevania 3, had uh, separate characters, you could play as Maria, and she had a, her own set of powers and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty, it's, it's one of, this, it was one of the last uh, classic um, Castlevania games that came out where you're just a, a Belmont with a whip, and that's about it. So. This is the game that was remade for Dracula X Chronicles, correct? That is correct. And where they turned Richter into a pale-faced, anorexic, pretty boy <laughs> with wine and stuff. So if you play the original, you can play as the original Richter, who is just this muscle-bound, headband-wearing, you know, jock-type dude that's just uh, all yeah, about... He looked like an American gladiator in that game. <laughs> that's right. He looked like a badass, you know? Um, and then for the re-release, you know, Jap- Japan's all about the the pretty uh, anorexic, pale-faced, uh, bouffant hairdo-looking <laughs> dude as I a hero. The term is bishy. Bi- bishy. Is that what that is? <laughs> He's a bishonin now. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, He's I don't understand boy. that at all. What the fuck? Where's yeah. where's the where's the badass? You know, where's the fucking hulking? I don't know. Ass kicker. I don't know. 
I I don't I can't see where you get ass kicker out of that. You know. I guess you break that guy in two. Anyway, make Dracula feel bad that he's being killed by a pretty boy. I don't know. I don't know. Well, well, whatever. Um, I like the original uh, a lot. It's got some really classic lines in there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. For nine bucks, it's a steal. Is it only nine bucks? It's only nine bucks. Wow. Yeah, you should uh, definitely pick that up if you like classic uh, I think Castlevania I, games. Yeah, I think I might pick it. that one up because I've played Dracula X Chronicles version. Mm-hmm. I've never played the original though, so and I kind of like when I'm doing a site. Like I said last week, you know, I, I the 2D 3D. Uh, thing is a cop out to me, and I would rather go back and play the original 2D sprites than than some, you know, stupid updated like 3D. You know, it's not bad. It's, it, I mean, it plays all right. It's just yeah. I mean, it plays okay. Eh, I, I like the 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 original better though. So, uh, shockingly enough, I managed to find a, a potential future release date online for um, a VC game. Uh, IGN listed the release date for Zaxxon on um, Virtual Console as Monday the 31st. Uh, how accurate that is, I have no idea, so don't blame us, blame IGN. But uh, <laughs> um, Zaxxon is one that I remember from my youth. I had that game on a Commodore 64, and I played the arcade game a lot. That is a game that... Um, my nostalgia will never be overridden for that game. Like, I love that game. It's pretty terrible uh it's <laughs> yes. it's an awful isometric <laughs> view so shooter yeah flying shooter yeah you're it's you an, into it's fucking like, walls and it's you're trying to figure out how to fly through obstacles and shoot enemies in an isometric view akin to like tecmo bowl and it's <laughs> terrible but i love every minute of it i love that game and i was shocked when i went back and watched uh Oh, games. It was one of the um, Friday the 13th movies. I think it was Friday the 13th 3. It was the one that had, uh, was it Corey Feldman as the little kid? May he rest it. in peace. Uh, no, no, it's Corey that's Haim. Oh, wait, oh yeah. Feldman's Haim. not dead yet. Okay. Corey Feldman was in it, and at the very beginning of that movie, he's sitting there playing Zaxxon on what I think is an Amiga or an Atari ST. I don't remember. But uh, I love that game. Uh I would not suggest that anybody spend money on it though, because they're they're actually I'm I don't know what version they're putting up. Um, does anybody else know? I don't know if it's the Commodore sixty four version or what. Um, I could have looked that up online because I think they said, but oh whatever. It was released on a ton of different systems. Yeah. So can't even remember playing it. So yeah, that's why I'm giving you the crumple face. <laughs> the crumple face. Um, <laughs> so the. The other thing that I found that has a release date um, sometime this upcoming week, either the 24th or the 31st, uh, the internet doesn't really know, uh, is the Microsoft Game Room. No. (laughs) Uh, So before we let Christina vent on this one, uh, it is a... Virtual arcade, basically, it's um, you use Xbox Live avatars to run around in a four-story arcade that has four customizable rooms per floor, and they've got um, representations of all the original arcade boxes for the games that they're going to put in it. So the arcade box is like you know perfectly reproduced in 3D, and you can customize each room. Like you can sort your games into different rooms by theme or whatever you want. You can decorate the walls. You can do whatever the fuck you want with it, and you can go into your buddies' like arcades. Uh, it's going to start out with 30 games at launch. Um, uh, 
Uh, I didn't. I don't have a list of what games it is, but I know that it's all old school ones like Pac-Man, Asteroids, stuff like that. And then um, they are perfect emulations, apparently. And so the way that it's going to work is that the first time you play a game, it's free. And then if you want to single play it a single time after you play it on the free the free time it costs 40 microsoft points it's 50 cents and then 50 cents <laughs> and then if you want to buy it it's uh for just it's they're releasing it on live arcade and uh xbox live for pc and um if you get it for just one of those platforms, it's 240 Microsoft points, which equates to roughly $3. And if you want to buy it for, you can buy it for both platforms for 400 Microsoft points. So it's like a short, it's like $5 instead of paying six. Um, uh, that's doesn't bother me. So the prices are meh, um, except for the fact that like, for most of those games, you can get you can go out and buy a Namco museum and get like thirty games for twenty bucks or ten bucks used and pay fifty cents a game or seventy five cents a game. Um, the worst part about this for me is the fact that uh, if you have an XBLA game that is again being represented in Game Room, you have to buy it again. Absolutely not. That like if you buy Pac Man Championship Edition or if you buy a, the original Pac Man. Well, now you go to go, got to go pay three bucks for it again if you want it in your game room. That is like the worst double dipping. It really, really upsets me. Does it uh, come with a reach around? No, no, no Microsoft, reach around. No, Microsoft doesn't even provide lube. All right. Well, hopefully wow. this fails miserably because it sounds like it's literally just exploiting people's nostalgia for arcades as it's completely crashed and trying to make it a, a virtual arcade. It mm. sounds just takes all of the nostalgia out of it you're just like okay now i'm pretending like i'm in an arcade <laughs> you know what i mean it's like it's, it's almost insulting well, or it, it kind of is insulting i think you agree right yeah, yeah it's it's one of those things where to me uh i have a couple problems with it in the fact that it's cool that it's an arcade it's a four-story arcade that's awesome if i found a four-story arcade right now i would be just absolutely ecstatic uh but my problem is paying 50 cents per game uh, That's for the single play. For the single play, yeah, paying fifty cents per game for uh, a single go at a game, and which which I hope never happens. I hope nobody ever does that Some because kids gonna if do you it. were going to go in there and buy a game, just spend the two hundred and forty Microsoft points to buy the fucking game. Do not spend forty Microsoft points to play it in a virtual arcade. If you're gonna spend the fifty cents to play a fucking game, go hunt down an arcade and plunk two quarters into a real copy. Well, that's yeah. my problem is that when I go into a real arcade, it only costs me a quarter generally to play these classic games. And my other problem is I'm paying more money to play it on a 360 controller, which is not nearly as good. Like yeah. if I had a joystick that came free with my purchase of Game Room on Xbox Live, that would be different. But I, you don't get that unless yeah. you already have some sort of like fight stick or something. And so it's like you're paying more money per play for a game that you know doesn't give you the same feeling also the thing about arcades to me is the I ambient think this sound. is the this is almost the exact same argument you made about the uh the sonic collection on iphone like it's yeah. virtually the exact same thing that you said it's kind of the same thing though right like it's just i'm not really wavering I yeah mean, <laughs> yeah I, I just to me the other thing about arcades is the ambient noise yeah. um which i don't i can't imagine this game actually doing Probably not. Well, it's because the way that it works is you run around in your virtual arcade. It's kind of like the way that PlayStation Home used to have little arcade games in it. Um, you run around, you walk up to an arcade machine, you hit a start button, um, and then it it 
transports you to an emulation that's just a full screen emulation. It's not a um, there's no you know it's not like your your avatar is sitting there playing a game, which that I'm fine with. Would be uh, annoying, because but it doesn't have that same feel. If you're going for what the arcade I really, feel, go for the arcade feel. Like, see, and I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum from Patrick, where for me, the concept of having a single place where I can go buy a bunch of arcade machines and then, um, where I can buy a bunch of arcade, or not machines, arcade games, and then just play them at will. You know, if I could go in and buy the ones, pick and choose the ones that I wanted, then that would be fine for a buck a piece, maybe, 50 cents, something like that. Like, because like you said, I can buy, I can go out and buy... Sonic's Ultimate Genesis Collection or a Namco Museum or Intellivision Lives or something and get the games for insanely cheap. Um, the concept of that doesn't bother me. It's the concept of the whole virtual arcade bullshit. Like, give me an art gallery that shows me what the original arcade box looks like. I'm fine with that. I don't want to have to, like, I don't want to have to walk my fucking avatar into a virtual room and go, what fucking floor did I put Robotron on? Uh, and then run around. Like, I just... Are you being a virtual fatty? I just let me select it from a list and play my game, you know. But I, I'm like that three dollar mark is like right on the fence for me. It's like you can kind of bitch about it because of the fact that things like the compilations exist, but virtual console games are more expensive than that, you know. I paid five bucks for Gauntlet Two on PlayStation Network, and it didn't really phase me. So. Three bucks a game isn't terrible to me. Three dollars isn't bad to me, except for the fact that if you already bought the game, you have to rebuy it. That's awful. That's fucking terrible. I I don't want. I mean, I already own a, a bunch of classic games yeah. on uh, Xbox Live Arcade. I already own them. I don't want to pay for them again. And for all of my just anger and just just oh, this whole thing. But if they put Metrocross on there. I'll pay three dollars so I don't have to toss in my Namco <laughs> arcade collection. Yeah. But they won't because it's a game that no one really knows, and they already hit it on that game, and nobody played it then. So, eh. I don't know. It, it did sound like that the like the developer of this was planning on doing a lot of games, like in the hundreds. So there are a few arcade uh, a few arcade machines that if they put them there, then I would absolutely buy them, especially stuff that's never been released on other platforms. Yeah. Where does the concept come from that gamers want to buy things over and over again? Because they kind of they, do. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not that they want to. It's that they will. The, that concept has been supported time and time again over so many different platforms that now, like anything else, um, the companies know they can do it and they can make money off of it. And gamers are ne- never have the willpower to boycott anything. So it's not like anybody's going to be like, fuck this. I'm not going to spend extra money on this. There's going to be us four in this room are going to be like, fuck this. I'm not going to spend $3 a game just so that I can see a virtual fucking arcade. Fuck that. And then the rest of the world's going to go buy it. And Microsoft's going to be like, yay, we made a bunch of money. Triple, quadruple dipping people. And like I said, the, the thing is, is we're so easily broken. The second they toss Metrocross, I'm in. I'm I'm out. I'm you know my boycott ability is gone. Yeah, if they did something like um, some of the old Capcom ones, you might get it like the Punisher or yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Alien vs Predator or the like, Alien Three Light Shooter. If they do like something that. like that, you're, I mean your ability to to really withstand I is doubt just they would broken. Do if they release Fuck it, it for... I'll just emulate Mame. <laughs> if they really, if they, I won't have an Xbox. So uh, there I go. Yeah, I'll never have it. Never buy an Xbox. Well, never. No. Sorry. Never. Why would I buy an Xbox? 
So you could watch it break in three months. Yeah. That's what... <laughs> I'm going to get it for Alan Wake if it releases on nothing else. It's not releasing on anything else. That pisses me off because originally it was released... Uh, it, was, it was slated for PC only and you had to have a quad core. They should pay me if I'm going to get fucked in the ass. Okay. I get paid for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Not the other way around. So what... Have we have decided what we're doing next? Correct. We are. Yep. We're officially doing Secret of Mana. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Which will be the first arcade or RPG for our for our show. Mm-hmm. Um, I started playing it last week. Did anybody else start playing it early at all? Not I did. yet. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I haven't gotten even the first character yet. It's sort of like they kick you out of the village, and you're like, "Well, all right, it's time to start questing." Wonder. So. <laughs> yeah. So so uh, we're gonna play it for two weeks. Uh, the next show will be. I don't remember the date. Two weeks from the twenty first of whatever. It'll be from two weeks. It'll be in two weeks. We'll see Secret of Mana. <laughs> uh, I'll throw. Excuse me. I'll throw the uh, um, question thread up, and hopefully we'll we'll get some questions for the next podcast. Uh, does anybody else have anything to say before I launch into the end of the podcast here? Nope. Anything you want to bring up? Talk about funny things. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. They were funny. All right, so uh, rate us on iTunes if you got us there, please. We're still desperately trying to submit to the the Zune marketplace, but their submission process is retarded. Uh, (laughs) I almost fell out of my chair. That was hilarious. (laughs) Oh, God. All feet on the floor, young man. And uh, that's what Patrick thinks about the Zune marketplace. Um, (laughs) But if you got us on iTunes, please go there and rate us. as usual, follow us on Twitter at After the Fact Pod. Join our Facebook group, After the Fact Podcast. Um, join our forums at www.geekerific.com and ask us questions or talk about the shows if you want. Uh, I am Luke. Thank you, Christina. Thank you, Mike Trone. Thank you, Patrick. And we'll see you next time. That was a heroic effort. I've not seen such bravery.